All right, what's up, guys? This is Davians and Daniel with Fantasy Stooges. And Daniel is going to kick us off with what, we're, what today's topic is. Oh, man. Don't throw all that on me all at once. <laughs> we got some stuff we got to talk about, man. Yeah, man. Thursday started the, started the season. So, Sunday, 9-13-2020. Football man, season has officially started. It is good to have some football back. Yeah, Washington. COVID life. Washington is now called Washington. <laughs> Washington <laughs> football team. <laughs> Sounds like a, a college team. <laughs> yeah, we can't figure out the name, so we're just going to be us. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly what I call constructive criticism. Oh, man, we're just we're going to try to try to help everybody out. For, for those of you who may just be getting into fantasy football, there's some serious do's and don'ts of the game. Yeah. And um, just some basic things you need to know before you really get started into it so you can give yourself a chance uh, to make a run at the championship. D, we got some NFL news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. The Saints and Alvin Kamara have come to terms of a five-year, $75 million deal. Ooh. With a f- and, you know, I don't know if Dalvin Cook got theirs done before. Yeah. But if he did, I'd be a little bit peeved seeing this <laughs> how he got a five-year deal and it was only $63 million. Show me the money. But yeah. with, with them both getting paid, do you have any concerns now about their playtime? I'm, I'm just anticipating, ready to see. How they how they gonna work this out? Uh, is he gonna get the big head? Like, is or he's gonna be a bust? I don't think he's gonna be a bust, but I don't know. I'm just curious to see. You know, I'm not much of a Saints fan, so I've been a long time Saints fan, and this guy's twisted up into his head to be a Patriots fan. So, <laughs> yeah, it's promised land, man. <laughs> We'll see this year. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about my own team. (laughs) It should be. All right, we got two more brief things. Mike Evans, he's been questionable with a hamstring injury. Yeah. And he is still considered as questionable for Sunday. Does that bring any concern to you at all? Uh, If you have a Chris Godwin? Yeah. Yeah. You might be having a really big smile on your face come Sunday. I definitely don't have him. Kenny Galladay is having the same issue, and he's he's not questionable. He's doubtful for Sunday. How do you think he's going to do this season, though, if he gets past it? Oh, he's he's the number one on the team if yeah. he can get past it. But yeah. for Sunday, I would I would uh, Be a little plug in your, yeah. your Marvin Jones. Yeah. All right, bro. So for now, that is that is it on news. I think we're going to discuss the do's and don'ts. As far as drafting and uh, trading. Yeah, man. We got some things that we, we might have a few things that we might get passionate about because we see this happening and, and it drives us nuts. All right. First off, for me personally, those who are in my league that may actually tune in to this, because I will be forwarding this link once everything <laughs> is done. Make you suffer. <laughs> first off, 
We're not going to play any games as if we don't know the person you're trying to trade me is garbage or is a bust. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do that. First off, I'm just going to make that very clear. I know I shouldn't be like this because me and Daniel discussed this via email. I just won't respond. I will sit there the whole <laughs> season. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I will sit there the whole season and let that, that request sit there because I, I, I just don't believe in hot garbage. And if you know, right. <laughs> go ahead, Daniel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little counterproductive of what we're trying to talk about, but. <laughs> They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So one of the things is to people who don't respond to trade offers. Like with D, he has a reason. If it's really that terrible, you got, you, you've got to send some sort of message to, to show them that it's garbage, whether it's just shunning them or whatever. For the most part, if you don't, if you don't respond to a trade, yeah. Then no, the, it's going to get around the league, and and then nobody's going to want to trade with you. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, man, there there's that sometimes. I guess it you, always you gotta comes tell them back. Something. It comes back and bite me at the end when uh, <laughs> playoffs come and stuff, and I really need somebody, and I'm up against somebody mm-hmm. that's that's team is stacked. And yeah, that's what happened last season. I was trying to trade him. And I really needed some players off some other guys' teams. But I don't know. I guess this year we need to be more – what's the right word? We need to talk more to each other and mm-hmm. uh, get some friendly trash talk going, man. I got one guy that's starting a little trash talk, but I want to see how Glorious. far this going to go. It's only one guy so Glorious. far. Got eight people in our league, and he's the only one that kind of tried to stimulate some trash talk, but nobody else – everybody else kind of dull right now. So – Hopefully, as the season yeah. go, we pick up some animosity and, and some trash talk, man. We need it. It so, makes it more fun. So you're you're saying we need, in, in trades, we need to open up a dialogue? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. 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 They, they got, you know, the tools on there where, where you'll send an email or something to somebody. Yeah. Oftentimes, I mean, if, if it's me, I'm going through the day. I, I may not check my mail for a couple of days. And then by that point, your trade offer is declined. Yeah. So one, one good thing to do is, is to have some sort of communication uh, system for your league, whether that's a uh, Facebook messenger, something like that. Just, just, just get together somehow. Yeah. To make sure that they know that you've sent it. Hey, that's, that's the thing. It seems like we have a failure to communicate. Oh, okay. Can I say one more? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to speak out of turn to to speak on another subject when it comes to trades, but I've got to talk about this one. (laughs) Don't offer a dumb trade, a piece of garbage trade. Right. And say that it's to get, it's to get started with talks like, Hey, I'm going to offer this running back. And they're like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then you go through the process. You go through the process of looking at your player seeing who you can trade and what could be a good trade for both teams. And then they say, yeah, but I really, I really think I'd, I don't want to trade him. I just wanted to see if you would, if you were open for a trade, I'll give you this lesser piece of garbage guy instead. <laughs> I like your style, young man. So I'm going to propose you a proposition. Yeah. And that's, that's when I say, you know, bye. And I won't talk to you for the rest of the season. <laughs> because yes, now, now I know what you're about. Yeah. Is that serious? Is that All right, serious? man. Well, what you got? Well, let's go to my league right quick. Again, I'm Uh-oh. in the Yahoo Fantasy League. 
course, some guys have kicked off Thursday, mm-hmm. but uh, seems like everybody everybody got a pretty pretty decent team this year. Last year, you could tell we this was our first time all together. We got like two or three new guys in the league so far, but pretty much gonna call the guys from last season old heads that have been here. Um, <laughs> I'm really just like we spoke about at the beginning of the season. I'm just curious as to what Cam Newton is going to do. And I know you touched on it last week, but I'm really worried. Like, I'm I, I'm not having very much confidence. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, if you're wanting to use trade etiquette and, and you're, you're thinking about trading Cam Newton, what would you do? Well, how would you? Of course, that? right now it's too early on in the game to try to trade him or anything. But I will give it like shoot two or three games, maybe four mm-hmm. at best. See how he does, and if I feel like he's not playing at what he should be playing, I would. We know he's not complete. We know he's not like hot garbage. He has potential. He has a lot of potential. We've seen what he did with his previous team. So I'll I'll try to. I'll try to see what my opponent or anybody in my league, for that matter, see what QBs they have on on their bench. And mm-hmm. I'm just gonna kind of focus on who they're, who what QB they're mainly playing throughout this season. And I'm gonna check everybody's bench. So that's my goal this week. I'm gonna actually go through everybody's bench and see who they, what QBs they got on their bench, and see who stats. I'm gonna go off pure stats. Not projections off the uh, app, none of that. I'm just going to go off pure stats. May have to do a little research on some of these guys and just see who kept up a, a good record from previous years. Yeah. And yeah, that's because that's, that's what you have to do is see who's tried and true yeah. and see what their current situation is now and see if, if that situation can, if it can happen again. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just un. It's just sometimes with, you know, with football, some stuff is just unpredictable. You don't know how it's going to go this year. Last year, they may have been a beast. And then this year is like just one. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just some stuff is it's just you never know. Yeah. So it keeps you on your toes. It does keep you on your toes. And one thing about that is that whenever somebody beasts out the year before, they are put in a higher place for the draft, which goes into another, an- another point for our, our trade etiquette. Yeah, there's a time and place for draft capital. You see somebody, you draft somebody in like the third round. Yeah, you're like, yeah, this is a great player. Okay, somebody offers you someone from the fifth round to trade. The only time you can look at when somebody was drafted and use that as any sort of trade leverage. Yeah, is before the season starts. Yeah. Because once the season starts, that third-round player, that first-round player even, they could be garbage later on, and somebody who this other person drafted in the fifth or sixth round could be balling out playing better than them. And you have no argument to go off of it besides the fact that you drafted him too high. Yeah. Welcome to the real world. And we know this is a football fantasy league, but if you consider – what you just said against, for instance, basketball players, we know who's going to – I don't care what the previous season, we know who's going to be the top player of each team or we know who's going to – we know who's going to perform every year. It's, it's just mm-hmm. a little different with football. You never know, like you said. Um, yeah. 
So like with you, you probably, uh, I would guess around the 10th round, something like that, you picked up Cam Newton. If yeah. if he plays if he plays really good, you could trade up and probably get somebody who was drafted maybe in the sixth or seventh round. Yeah, you know, is the draft capital it goes out the window once the season starts. True, because you know somebody wants to fall in love with a player, that's fine, but that just means you're killing your own team's value. Yeah, if you're holding on to people that you know are no longer that value anymore. Yeah, you're right, bro. I agree with you on that, a hundred percent. Can't dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just cut straight to the point. Can't dispute it. One thing that irks me, okay, and look, y'all, this is this is one thing that gets really, really drives into me is when somebody offers multiple crap players for a stud. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but I'm offering you three players. When you have one player who can put in a certain amount of points on your in your lineup. It's not rocket science. It's really not. Consider the math. They're like, oh, but three, these three players, they'll actually give you around the same amount of points as this one guy will. But then you'd have to put in all three of them into your starting lineup when all you have to do is keep that one guy in there and make just as many points as all three. So, this all seems horrible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an insulting offer. And, and I so think, many people fall for it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, you got a lot of people that actually do that and actually fall for it. And they may, it, I think it, it gets them because like, oh, I'm getting three people for this one. for, And all I do is let this one guy go. Oh, it's going to add up. Those three can add up. Mm-hmm. But then they don't really realize, man, what has this particular, these three different players been doing? This season, nothing. <laughs> nothing a low ball, uh, got low ball numbers, and it's just it's not worth it. And I think some people fall for that. Uh, yeah, but but I I need that I need that uh, running back too. I need a running back too. This will fill up my roster for running back too. D man, sometimes it's just better to do without. <laughs> it is. It's just wait or 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 let's say for instance. Uh, you were to offer me those three garbage players, or we ain't gonna call them. Gar- yeah, we gonna call them garbage. It's gonna be blunt. Garbage players. You you want you just want one RB, maybe one yeah. of my top scoring RBs. I would try to bribe you. All right, man. Uh, I would let you know up front. Let them know you're not a complete idiot. Uh, these guys are garbage. Now, if you throw me these three and possibly or drop one or two of these and give me somebody, I would try to bribe them into giving me some top player off their team. And I would uh, play reverse psychology on them as far as uh, maybe make my players sound better or make this sound as better, good as it, it really is. And it's not. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can try to pull a move like that since they tried to obviously throw a KO at you. <laughs> they didn't try to just jab. They jab, <laughs> punch, and when you fell to the ground, kicked you <laughs> with those three garbage players that they sent you. So see if you can maybe get them to give you somebody valuable off their team and let them know that you see that these guys are three complete garbage players. Yeah. And maybe they won't insult you like that the rest of the season. Man, shoot. Well, what it comes down to, if somebody's offering you three different players for one. And they're telling you that, well, these players will be able to fill in some of your gaps. Yeah. Instead of taking the hit with that and getting rid of that player, 
just go on the waivers and pick up somebody. Right. I don't think I don't I last season, last season, man, that was my go to with my league. Man, I was going and finding players that were on the waiver that were actually decent. Just got skipped over and were producing. That's what got me a lot out of a lot of tight spikes. I mean a lot of tight spots last year. <laughs> man, that man, listen. It was some games where I just didn't see how I was going to win. But, man, I went to the waiver list, dropped some players, added some players, and actually came out with a victory. So I don't think – I know some people are scared to go to the waiver list because they're thinking, oh, man, it's number pure garbage in here. I ain't a, but you just got to go through and just look, man. You got some decent players that's consistent. And I think a lot of guys are looking for the over-top players and not thinking about, man, I need somebody that's going to that's gonna score consistently. Every Amen. game, consistency, man. Yeah, man. I think that's what that's that differentiates uh, the better team, a team from another. If you got consistency, because mm-hmm. you may have these one or two players, you may have these two top players on your team that are that are producing high numbers. But what is the rest of your roster doing? Yep. This week they scoring this, or they rank this. Then next week is hot garbage. So I, I just I yeah. like a consistent team. Yeah, everybody wants a star on their team, which is good to have, but you need some consistency in there, man. Just uh, as a as a fantasy football owner, you have to be fluid at all times. You can't you can't get hung up on names or or worried about certain people. Just watch the waivers, watch the yeah. waiver wire, and and check out because two years ago, if you had picked up um, George Kittle, mm-hmm. you it was a it was a league winner. You know, and you could have picked them up for for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But let, let's hop into some terminologies here real quick. Okay. ADP. What is that, D? ADP is the average draft position. And you want me to yep. go into detail? Oh, man, you really don't have to. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Each year, each year a player might, you know, have a different ADP than the previous year. And oh, I'll catch the next one, a sleeper. Sleeper is that sneaky pick that – you can pick up in later rounds of the draft, or they might be somebody that you find on that waiver wire. You know, somebody who just breaks out, like like George Kittle did a few years back. Yeah. A PPR. Point per reception. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Point per reception. Don't do a half PPR. Don't play that garbage. Yeah. yeah. Don't take away the reason to have a wide receiver. <laughs> Don't take away the reason why the top running backs are the top running backs. They're the top running backs because they catch the ball. Right. Oh. Amen. Now, I've, I've spoken about the waiver wire a few times. The waiver wire is where the unrostered players are. They're, they're the free agents. You can pick them up. You can drop them. Do whatever you need to do. All right, bro. One more. All right. Streaming. Streaming. <laughs> that will be. Uh, everybody, hold on one moment while Dee remembers what streaming is. <laughs> great Scott. All right. That'll be the process of starting a player who, who was acquired at a great value. Uh, in some cases, yeah, you've, you've only picked them up just recently off of the wire with quarterbacks. Whenever mm. you stream a quarterback, what, what that means is you look at the matchup each week. 
and you might decide, you know what, I'm going to pick up this quarterback for this week. Then I'll pick up a different quarterback for the next week, and so on and so forth. Quarterbacks are like the easiest to stream. They really are. Mm. But that's all I got, man. What you got? Man, let's just do a recap. Talk about the the don't do's and what we were referring to as far as the don't do's is offering pure trash players for somebody (laughs) spectacular because when you look at what you offer versus the person that that you're you're wanting, yeah, that makes that player look spectacular like they from another dimension or something. You definitely don't want to undercut other people in your league. Be real smart and strategic about it. Uh, give them something, something worth. Make something happen where it's worth them letting go of this particular player you want. Oh, that didn't pan out. We talked about the waiver, players off waivers. If if you just in a tight spot and you need a player for this week or whatever or whatever game you're in, uh, you can go to that waiver list. Don't be afraid because it's actually some good consistent players on that waiver list, man. Yep. And always be mindful of, you know, somebody might have felt like they were in a bind for a certain position and they dropped somebody. And yep. that person might be the treasure you need. I will go to that waiver list. I will drop that player because I know how my league is. I don't think they ever go to the waiver. And See, I'm letting you in on the secret, so they might go now if they listen. <laughs> but, yeah. So everybody, this is what you do not do. <laughs> But one important thing, though, that he talked what D said is to understand your league. Now, when you understand your league, you know whether or not you can get away with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you can't, if you can get away with it, that, that yeah. is like the, the rule of thumb in fantasy football. If you can do it, do it. If it gets you that W. Yeah. Well, everybody, here at the Fantasy Stooges, we're, we're happy to have uh, y'all here. To enjoyed it. Happy to have y'all listen. I'm Daniel. He's D. Y'all come back next week, and we're going to talk about some of the games that have uh, taken place over this, this coming week. And we'll break down uh, any potential fantasy news that came out of this past week. Y'all have a good one.